When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're wondering, if you're wondering about the music choice, it's from the movie The Warriors. The movie The Warriors, because we're celebrating the Warriors win. Uh, Sarah Hidney scored under the posts for New Zealand, converted seven 0 and Australia have just struck back uh, try under the posts seven all. Thirty seconds remaining with Australia kicking off. We heard in the news that Ryan Fox finished 14th at the Arnold Palmer um, after a disappointing start. I think he made the cut by one to finish tied 14th and half a mil. Not a bad weekend's work for Ryan Fox. Also a pretty good weekend's work for our next guest, Ben Campbell, who finished uh, second at the New Zealand Open. Ben joins us now. G'day, buddy. How are you getting on? Good, mate. How are you getting on? That's. Uh, I know it's not first. I know it's not first. But your reaction to finish finishing second at a, at a big tournament, the biggest one in New Zealand, New Zealand Open. Yeah, it's always great to sort of playing your backyard and obviously a member at Millbrook and um, yeah it's, it's special playing in front of you know family and friends and um, and the support from all the locals there so um, yeah it was great to you know have a charge on the on that last nine holes and, and getting contention and um, and especially in front of in front of everyone which was uh, which is always nice. Heck of a display by you with 68, 67, 68, 66 do you just go out and shoot 60s at Millbrook for fun, even when you just plan on your own? Yeah, well, sort of, it is nice that, you know, playing on your home course like that. And I made the turn. I said to Mike, well, I've shot, I've shot eight on the back nine before. So I said, let's try and do that. And, um, and you know, I, I shouldn't be too far off. But, yeah, Jonesy, Jonesy was just a bit too good on his day. How much of a confidence slash comfort is it to be playing on your home track, knowing that most of these other guys are still learning a little bit as they go around? Yeah, it definitely is a help. Um, I think, like, the one thing I, I sort of didn't putt that great for the first sort of three days. Um, yeah, and I think that might have been a little bit to do with it as well. I, you know, normally the greens are a little bit slower, and, and I was just sort of under-reading them. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's one of those things. It's always nice sort of playing on your home course. You know where to miss it. And and that's, I think, you know, on that, you know, the last nine holes and things like that, I was just quite comfortable out there, um, you know, and, and that's just from playing it more. So, uh, yeah, it definitely is an advantage. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next few years having the Open there. Yeah, and like um, we've spoken to you a couple of times on the show and you've had your battles with fitness and, and health and all that sort of thing. Are, are you back to a hundy now and ready to, 
to take on the world of golf again? Yeah, no, it's, it's body's feeling really good. So um, got a good team down here that looked after me. And, um, yeah, this this year up in Asia is, is really exciting. Um, you know, there's, they've, they've given a couple more spots to live um, and that. So, yeah, you know, Liv's been a big sort of help for the Asian tour and, and we're playing for a lot more money this year up there. And, um, yeah, the schedule looks really good. We, you know, I think we've got 25 events this year. Um, and sort of minimum purses, uh, 750 US. So, you know, most of the purses we're playing for now are about 2 million. So it's, it's great to sort of have the Asian tour back how it was when I first sort of started up there. So what does your next month or so look like? How many tournaments you got in the next four to six weeks? Um, I've got three in a row now. So, yeah, four, including last week. So I fly tonight up to Thailand. Um, and we've got an event there this starting on Thursday, and then I'm off to India the following week, and then back to Hong Kong. Um, and Hong Kong's just been given, I think, three or four open spots so um, for the Open Championship. So that'll be um, be great. So it's definitely one I'm sort of trying to target. You know, the Hong Kong there would be great to get back to the Open again. How does your game stack stack up on the on the Asian Tour? Yeah. I'm probably quite suited to the Asian tour. You know, like I don't obviously hit the ball as far as some of the guys and I'm probably, you know, driving distance probably pretty average. Um, but I think, you know, my strength is definitely my iron play. So we sort of, you know, the courses are normally a little bit tighter up in Asia off the tee. Um, and then, yeah, and, and sort of can be quite tricky sort of coming into the greens and things like that. So, yeah, I think for me, Asia is a really good fit. So what what do you what do you feel like is the most important part of your game on the Asian tour? Is is it your short game? Yeah, definitely. I think for me, the the goal this year is just to try and improve my putting stats a little bit and get get just a little bit more consistent with the putter. Um, you know, in the past, I've, I've normally hit the ball really well, um, tee to green, and that's sort of normally my strength. So, yeah, definitely up there. It's just getting used to the grass as well. It's it's a lot grainier up there and it's, it's sort of for people that you know haven't played a lot of golf on like gra- really grainy grass you, you do actually have to I had to change my chipping technique and a few things like that when I first went up there so there's actually yeah a little bit more to it in the, on that side of things and and sometimes you know it just means you prep getting there a little bit earlier than you normally would just to sort of get used to that and and uh, and learn to read the greens with with how the grain's taking and things like that. So you're coming off a you know a great result at New Zealand uh, New Zealand Open second equal. You were thirteenth in Qatar. Do you feel like you're ready to to make an assault? Or I know you don't have podiums in, in golf, but do, do you feel like you're in a space now where you can consistently get some top ten finishes? Yeah, definitely. I'm really happy sort of with how my swings. Um, coming back after the injury. Um, yeah, and I probably feel like I'm swinging it probably the best I re- really ever have. Um, sort of managing to, because I'm not the longest hitter, I, I sort of need to have to be able to shape the ball, you know, left and right, fade and draw it um, to sort of get out a few flags and things like that. And yeah, definitely um, I've been doing some work with Marcus Wheelhouse. Um, so he's been a big help. Um who, who obviously coaches Foxy as well. And, um, yeah, really happy with sort of how the swing's all feeling. And, um, yeah, I feel like I'm in a good spot 
from the you know a big year ahead. Talking to Ben Campbell on the back of his uh, second placing at the New Zealand Open. Uh, finally, Ben, you play a few sort of pro-ams. What's the one thing that amateur golfers get wrong that you can help us with? The biggest thing is knowing how far the clubs fly, like the distance that they actually fly in the air, I think would be the, the biggest thing. So many times you play with friends and things like that, and I'll be hitting a 7 iron and not hitting a 7 iron and and I think, you know, it's just getting how far you actually hit it consistently. You know, like you might hit a 7-iron 150 metres one time, but most of the time you hit it 140. So I think that's the, the biggest thing is just, yeah, a lot of times amateurs just under club and they probably need one, one more extra club than, they, uh, than they're hitting. It took me a long time to get over, actually. You play on a par three and, and the three guys that hit before you, because I'm always last for the honour, because I've usually had a double bogey, and they'll pull out a, a seven iron and I'm standing there going, geez, I think it's a five for me. So uh, you pull out a six and you end up short. So you're saying learn your length and stick to it. Don't worry about the number. Yep, definitely. Just figure out how far, far the, the ball fly and just get, yeah, there's no point really watching what other what other guys are hitting because, uh, you know, it's even like that for us out on the tour and, you know, you might have a bit of a gauge that they hit it a little bit further. So, you know, just uh, just knowing your own game, really. Yeah, brilliant, Ben. Well, we wish you all the very best on the Asian Tour, mate. We'll follow your progress and uh, congratulations for yesterday. Great performance on your home track and, uh, and hopefully the confidence levels are up and we'll we'll see you moving up leaderboards on the, on the Asian Tour. Yeah, beauty. Uh, thanks for the uh, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Cheers, buddy. Uh, ben Campbell there, uh, who's heading off uh, up to Asia. He's number nine on the order of merit now, which is pretty pretty damn good. So I think um, New Zealand formed part of the Asian Tour, the New Zealand Open. So he'll get some good get some good points off that. In the women's sevens final, uh, Australia have struck back, but New Zealand it's three tries to two so far. Um, five. Yes, three tries to two. 19-12, two minutes to go with New Zealand in possession and that absolute trooper, Sarah Hidani, taking it into contact, but they've just been penalised. Me oh my. Um, if Australia score a try here, I hope it's out wide so they don't get the conversion just quietly. Shall I just stay on here for a minute and a half, Captain K? I can stay on here for a minute and a half. Are we allowed to commentate this, Captain K? <laughs> I really want to. I think, what if we hypothetically, what if Australia went up the middle with the ball right now, but they do get tackled by the number 13? Yeah. What if? What if they got tackled? Um, reset just inside New Zealand territory with them all. I'd imagine they'd kick and try and chase it down, but when Michaela Blight is the leading chaser for New Zealand, you're always going to come second uh, in behind the try line there, which she touches down for a 22-metre dropout. What if, what, hypothetically, there's with, a 22-metre dropout right now? With with a minute to go, what do you think New Zealand would do? I think they'd time-waste a little bit. They might look to go to the bench to get a bit of Get a bit of strike power. As it stands at the moment, New Zealand have 78 points in the World Series, 66 to Australia. And the difference between first and second points, I think it's either two or four. It might be four points difference. So if New Zealand can hold on to the seven-point advantage, they will extend their lead to 16, which is a huge mountain to climb for Australia if they want to get back into the World Series standing. Still a minute to go uh, with New Zealand about to take a 22-metre kickoff leading by seven. So if they give away a try, force them to the outside because they, they won't get the conversion from out wide. 
and they haven't started started yet. Uh, Reese taking the uh, the dropout, which indicates to me that maybe Tyler Nathan Wong is off the field. Someone's trying to take Portia Woodman on the outside. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. 50 seconds to go. I think we've got it. Yeah, penalties in New Zealand. They'll waste time now. They'll get the chocolates. Please don't hex them, Steph. They're up by... They're up by seven with 40 seconds to go. We'll take a break. On the other side, we're going to catch up with Sarah Cowley-Ross, a former Olympic heptathlete. She was in Wellington for the New Zealand Track and Field Championships, some amazing performances, and we'll talk through some of them with Sarah after the break.